Hey guys, you guys get out and ride your bikes this weekend? Oh yeah, did Kaylee's Groad series like we always do. Oh, super fun. Man, sounds like a lot of fun. Well, hey, riding your bike can help you out with our good friends over at Health IQ, the life insurance that offers great policies for healthy people. That's right, Fred. All our listeners have to do is head to healthiq.com slash velanews. Get a super special quote for being so very fit and healthy. On with the show. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back to a very special episode of the Velo News Podcast uh, brought to you by the amazing technology that has allowed us to be here in... Spencer, where are we right now? We're in lovely Las Vegas. We're in Vegas at Interbike. Oh, man, the trade show that everyone loves to come to and then loves to complain about having always, to come to. Always. Uh, every single time. I'm Fred Dreyer, Editor-in-Chief of Velo News. I am joined, as always, by Spencer Paulison, News Director of Velo News. Hey there, Fred. And... Kaylee Fretz. Hey, Fred. Senior editor, Velo News. Senior editor. We are on the show floor here in Interbike. It's the last year that Interbike will be held in Las Vegas. And guys, let's get like a temperature checkup. What have been the takes from various industry representatives mm. about Interbike's last year? What are people talking about? Mild grumpiness. I yeah. think, it's I think people kind of actually like having it here. There's, I mean, some people are optimistic about it going to Reno, where they'll have more riding options uh-huh. up at like North Star around Lake Tahoe. It's a great area, but uh, it's not Las Vegas. You don't have the weird and crazy casinos and hotels that look like castles. And we're, we're staying in a pyramid, which is awesome. <laughs> we're in the Pyramid Hotel, everyone. Yeah. Uh, Vela News Podcast listeners, take note. Looks a lot better than it really is on the I inside. am in literally the worst room of the Pyramid Hotel. Yeah. I'm yeah. in the basement of the Pyramid Hotel. Room, Easy access to the slots, though. <laughs> yep. That's true. You're in the utility closet loose, room? I am, no joke, right next to the utility closet. Awesome. Loose hey, slots. A lot whatever, of loose man. slots, too. You, uh, that's, that's good easy access. Yeah, a lot of the conversations I've been having with industry representatives, sort of bittersweet, wondering what is going to become of trade shows in the bike industry in general. And then a lot of people just telling, like, old debaucherous, debauchery <laughs> story from, Villa, from uh, Interbike stories of, of yore, you know, of like, hey, hey, remember that year when we did that thing at the place with the stuff and the people and uh, until yeah. 5 a.m. Winkity wink. <laughs> well, yeah, I, yeah I, went, I went out on a ride this morning with the, with the Lasign guys. Yeah. Uh, and uh, sure enough, as we were setting up my bike outside the hotel, a couple of ladies of the night came up and, and introduced themselves to us. So yeah. uh, what were their names? it won't be the same in Reno. It really won't. Did they, were they interested in Lazine's new streamlined technology and wonderful aerodynamic shape? Uh, yeah, they were definitely really interested in the bike show in general. Yeah, but uh, I think from a more of a business standpoint. <laughs> so listeners should take note, we have a very special episode of the Velonese podcast, not just because we're here at Interbike talking about the country's largest smallest trade show, the largest <laughs> shrinking trade show, but also because we're going to have special guests. Bum, 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 oh, yeah. bum. Special guests. Spencer, who are some of our special guests today? We're going to hear from, we're gonna hear from Allison Tetrick, winner of Dirty Kanza 200. Yep. Who else do we have? Uh, I just ran into TJ Eisenhart. Oh, bro. Dude, bro. And I think he's going to come back and be on the show. And then later we have the team Cliff Bar riders, Katarina Nash, Catherine Pendrell, two-time world champion. Katarina's fresh off of a World Cup cyclocross yeah. win at uh, Jingle Cross. Yeah, and uh, the third member of their team, uh, whose name is escaping me right now, Hannah. <laughs> she's the junior member. She's like, we're, we're gonna have a lot of questions for her. Anyway, we're gonna we're gonna interview these guests. We're going to pepper them with bicycle trivia questions. Sort they're of, very specific. Sort of trivia, yeah. yeah, they're very Loosely specific. Related. Specific to them, though, right? That's yeah. true. Yeah. yeah. And then yeah. we're gonna do the entire thing tomorrow, Thursday, for show number two. But before we get to our special guest, guys, 
I, I got to ask you, so we're at Interbike. We've been walking the show floor. Like, what's the coolest thing you've seen so far? Should I go? You should go, Spencer. I got to say, the indoor e-bike test track (laughs) is the best thing. And I think this is a huge opportunity. UCI just recently announced that they're going to add short track cross-country mountain bike racing to their World Cups. How about some indoor e-bike circuit racing to some sort of World Cup circuit? Imagine the rug burns that could come out of that competition. Indeed. And also, I'd like to keep the diversity of bikes that we've been seeing out there. You see, like, the big wheel trikes, some tandems, some weird fat bike things, one of the cargo bikes. It's it's just pandemonium. We should go do it. We should go ride. Yeah. Go ride the e-bikes around inside. The jumps of the e-bike track are pretty Yeah, there are jumps, oh, too. <laughs> did, oh, did Interbike, like, buy uh, a boosted uh, health insurance policy, a health IQ? I mean, oh, yeah, health IQ would really be. <laughs> there we well, go. health IQ is more. <laughs> Life insurance. Let's hope it doesn't come to that. It, it might. I'm thinking e-bikes and jumps. That's terrifying. Uh, how about you, Kaylee? You've been walking the floor. What's some wonderful product that you've seen? Uh, I, you know, we're, we're, we're over here in the e-bike section, and yep. really that is what stood out to me more than anything is, is just the preponderance of e-related Devices we've seen. I've seen at least. Oh wait, 10 but or what, what about that BMX bike though, with the color, with that crazy? Oh, yeah, that's, but that's some bad radio. I'm trying to explain it color <laughs> on radio. Well, it was like uh, a it was like a wild ano anodization process. It was super sweet. Yeah, there's like a, a rainbow of it on the internet. We'll yeah. put a picture on the it's internet. Like a rainbow. That was Ir- iridescent. Sweet. Very cool. Cool. All that's right. That's all I got. Um, you know, I've seen a, a lot of different stuff. You know, like you guys, it, every year it seems like the e-bike section here at Interbike seems to grow. And, oh, I see one of our first special guests. But I got to say, coolest thing I saw was a light that you mounted to your bicycle wheel that then when you spun the wheel, it looked like Mario (laughs) from Super Mario. It was crazy. It was the coolest thing I've ever seen. Let's set it up on one of our test bikes. Yeah. Well, hey, we have our first guest here. It's TJ Eisenhart. Hey, TJ TJ Eisenhart. Welcome to the show. Is it right here? Is it right there? Yeah. All right, all right, all right. Let's get this party going, man. Oh, We're here in God. Vegas, man. So we just, I didn't know you were going to be here. We just ran into each other because I said, who's that blonde guy with the big, like, supermodel shades on? Yo, man. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Nah, who's that blonde guy in the yellow tie-dye shirt that says, yep. less money, more fun, right? You I know, love it. It's like. <laughs> so, TJ, what are you up to today here at Interbike? Dude, I'm just here to kick it, man. I'm here to walk around, see some of the new sweet stuff that a lot of our team sponsors have to offer. And, uh, you know, just honestly go around and thanking everyone and also, like, it's always a pleasure running into people who uh, come up and just say like how inspiring the Breckenridge stage was or you know how much they love the podcast or like what I'm trying to do with the sport you know just honestly what I'm trying to do with life just spread that love you know and so yeah honestly and uh, yeah they were always like man we love your like shade your style man and it's like I'm basically like the Wiz Khalifa type of like <laughs> cycling I guess or the, like good. the rolling style you know just like trying to change that so did, did you take any laps on the indoor e-bike track yet no man where is that it's, uh, it's dude, over in the corner I don't know I should probably stay away from that I got a little too loose yesterday with the outdoor demo sending it on a, a bike and I so, see your bandage on your arm yeah. there we got yeah man I have what's a, the prognosis uh, some major deep uh, cuts <laughs> I mean uh some crazy wounds, Ooh. man. Oh, we're seeing oh, the video. This, oh, we watch this, We're going to narrate this. Narrate it. He's up. Oh, jumps. Oh. Boom. Right on the floor. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. You'll see, the, you'll see the cuts here. Watch. TJ, you've yeah. got like three feet of air. <laughs> yeah. Maybe, not even that, man. Maybe like six inches, man. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Your elbow looked like a hamburger. Uh, for, yeah. Yeah, dude. That, listeners like, of the podcast, we just saw a clip of TJ sky off a jump on, it was a cross bike? Yeah, yeah. And it the auger pretty hard. Yeah, just <laughs> bombed it down. Well, the problem is, man. Dude, I just love sending it so much. My brother knows that. He's like. We ride by this like rock. He's like, 
hey man, that'd be cool if someone hit that. I said, I'll do it. Good influence. I'll do it. Flip should, around. I'm keep, like, keep get the camera on advice. Yeah, honestly. Good influence. No, I mean, he's my agent, so I mean, I got to listen to that guy. <laughs> Legally binding, in fact. 10%. Yeah, 10%. 10%. 10%. So, TJ, you were this big breakout star of the domestic racing scene this year. Yeah. You won Redlands. You had a bunch of impressive performances. When you look back on this yeah, year, man. like, what's the memory that stands out to you about 2017? What are you always man. going to remember from this year? That's tough, man. That's tough because I feel like every day has just been like such an inspiring and great day. Even when I'm not on the bike, like just here hanging out with you, like doing this podcast, like every day has just been super like uh, monumental into building who I am, especially this year. And like, it's been such a great building stage and uh, personality wise, riding wise and everything, finding like what type of rider I am and like what I want to achieve. And like, honestly, what do I want to achieve with what team, you know? And that's why I'm so stoked. Like, you know, be staying with my boys here at Holloesco Citadel and uh, you know, doing another year with them, heading over to Europe a good bit next year, and just like really kicking it, man. I mean, it, that's the whole point, man. If you can stay with family, I'm always gonna stay with family. I mean, it's kind of how I grew up, man. So, uh, yeah, but honestly, there was so much greatness that happened this year. It's hard to pinpoint. I mean, seriously, I literally am just living a dreamscape, bro. <laughs> well, crazy. and that's the big news story is that this team, there's a very good chance yeah. that it's going to be taking the step up next year right to the pro continental level, yeah. which is going to let you race in races like the Tour of California and yeah, go bro. and race and do yeah. some events in Europe. So I yeah, mean, man. you must be pretty excited for that, huh? Yeah, man. I mean, I'm one guy who never wants to get stuck in a rut and like doing the same old, same old thing, you know I mean? Yeah, it's sweet that I won Redlands. It's sweet that I did this races and everything, but it's like, I'm ready to start making that slow progression up. I didn't want to make a jump. You know, I didn't want to get out there and start like paddling water, man. I wanted to get out there and start being all like, all right, little smaller races, little, but moving slowly up and like finding that grounding and like allowing that progression to slowly make its way and like allowing you to like be in that moment and really absorb all that stuff that you're learning, you know, not just kind of like, whoa, what's happened? Holy cow, this is, I'm way out of my league. You yeah. know, it's actually, you're like, all right, really learning from this slowly, like getting results, everything. And like, yeah, man, I'm, Trust me, man. A lot of good things are happening right now. A lot of good vibes. A lot of, you know, uh, it's going to be cool, man. Got uh, some things in the work that I'm really stoked about going into next year, man. So Well, we're really excited to keep watching you, TJ. You were a joy to watch. Uh, you know, before we let you go here, though, we, yeah, have, a, we have a game we want to play with you. I love quiz. games, dude. We and plus, we're in Vegas, man. So, like, let's just <laughs> yeah, play. Yeah, yeah. Like, I big mean, stakes. What is this like? Yeah, big stakes, big man. Stakes let's send it game. all, dude. Let's put it all on the table here, man. Are we putting it all in red? Is that uh, what you do? No, let's Ooh. put it on black. Ooh, let's put it on black. Okay. I like it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, Kaylee, introduce this let's game. Let's do it. This is pretty simple. This let's game is pretty it. simple. Uh, the basic idea is you have to determine whether the quote that I read you is your own quote. Oh, shoot. Taylor Finney's quote. Or a quote from the movie Dazed and Confused. No way. This game is <laughs> awesome. This needs to be a real game, man. We need to make this an app or, like... We need to call up Ellen DeGeneres and get her, like, man, building this game for us, man. Like how she has a heads-up game, dude. Or we can make this, like, a like a board game, dude. This yeah. is... You guys are on to something. I like you guys. You TJ, guys Taylor, first, or Days and Confused. The first yeah. of numerous All right, bro. Hit me up with it, man. Hit me up. up. All right, your first quote. Yeah, Your man. first quote. I would describe my dancing talents as incredibly deep. Describe my dancing talents as incredibly deep. That's Taylor. That's definitely Taylor. Yeah. Ding, well done. ding. Like, ding, well, ding, well, ding, 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 ding. Man, are you kidding? I, I mean, I spent... I, that's all we did in freaking uh, Japan, dude. Yeah, dude. <laughs> that guy, that guy can shake it. He knows, and he's always looking for a woman who, who can shake it. So if you're out there, ladies, call up Taylor. If you can dance, 
I know that guy will love you. He loves a good dancing partner. Excellent. Saw him in the club at the uh, end of the Tour de France. We did see yeah, the final stage of the Tour de France. Oh, yeah. He was boogie. Deep that guy loves the club, man. That guy loves the club. When I go with him to the club, I'm like, man, I can barely hang with this guy. But yeah, there's other things he can't hang with, but whatever, man. We're all, we're all good, man. All right, we balance. Quote each other. two. Quote number two. two. George Washington was in a cult, and the cult was into aliens, man. Dude, that stays and confused, bro. Are well you kidding done. me, man? Dude, you're talking to Spicoli right here, bro. Are you kidding me, man? Of course I'm going to know, man. Look two at for me, two. Man. Two for two. He only needs one more to win the uh, the big grand prize. Ooh, Wait, that's not grand two. prize, dude. Is it all three to Wait. win? Oh, what's, the grand what's at stake here, boys? Three out of five. We got five. Parabell new socks. Okay. Yep. Ooh. Yeah, pretty sweet. Man, I know. That's crazy, dude. Maybe two pairs if you're lucky. Yeah, man. You play your cards right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right. Quote number three. Pure tunnel vision, just blacked out. Like, whoa, what happened? Dude, that's me, man. I say that like on a daily, man. I say that when I wake up. I say that when I kiss my girlfriend, man. Pure tunnel vision right there, babe. He's already won. I know. I won, man. Wow. We should have made this game harder. This game was so easy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love this, All right, man. Number four. All right, here we go. I'd like to quit thinking of the present like right now as some minor insignificant preamble to something else. Well, first off, that's Finny because I don't even know what the word preamble is, man. <laughs> so that yep. shit's out of my league, man. Unfortunately, <laughs> that stays confused. What? Really? No way. Yep. Are you serious? Uh, uh, hey, you know, you're doing, you're wow. doing really well. Wow. Yeah, you're doing oh, way so better than me. Head of the game. Yeah, 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 yeah okay, game. okay, yeah. all right. I'm I got that uh, one wrong, man, too. Man, are you kidding me? Number <laughs> five. All right, dude. Stay in school. Stay in school, <laughs> man. That's my brother-in-law, man. That's crazy, dude. Good advice. <laughs> Although I didn't stay in school, Quote so. number five. <laughs> Might as well spend the whole day ripping it. Might as well spend the whole day ripping it? That's not fair, man. That sounds like something all three of us would say. Are you kidding me? Good point. That's like a, that's, that's, that's A, B, C, O. All of the above. D. That's... All of the above, I man. think you're probably right. I think yeah. you're probably right. Yeah. I'd spend the whole yeah. day ripping it. That's, you I, definitely said it. Yeah. I think I've, Taylor probably also said it. Everybody Taylor says it to me like every day. <laughs> I'd rather spend all day ripping it. I'm like, yeah, dude. Oh, yeah. For sure, bro. <laughs> Four out of five. TJ, that was you're very good. Champion. Yeah, that's very good. Nice. Yeah. yeah, let's do it. Let's sure get those some are hard socks, to come by, man. Yeah. Well, hey, man. I gotta get you guys some bracelets, man. Yeah. Get you in that turquoise, man. I love your love, man. Your enthusiasm. Like, this is easy. I can... What have I been doing walking around all day? I can just talk to you guys all day. This is radical, bro. This is rad. Um, we would love to get a necklace like this, the oh, one that you've been walking around man, and riding around this on. Thing, because this seems to be like your talisman. It's your your, oh, your source of power. It's my totem, man. Your totem? totem? Okay. Yeah, bro. No, I mean, it's funny. When I was in, uh, I was just in Aspen for the weekend doing Lance's We Do 50. And uh, Sunday, we are driving back, and I was in this, like, uh, gift like native american shop and uh there in aspen and these dudes came in as i was like looking at all this cool t native american turquoise this sweet like buffalo heads all around like cool cowboy hats these dudes come in like dude you take tj asinar i'm like how sick is that you guys came in like as i was like looking at some new like turquoise man they're like yeah can we get a photo i'm like heck yeah man let's do it man he's known for his jewelry cho choices oh, yeah, around the west yeah, yeah. we love I it i love a good a well good. tj we're gonna have our next guest of honor come right, up here allison right tetrick so Ooh. if you want to trade allison jump you, on up yeah here. if you want to trade Wait, you want to share a microphone with me? Or, I mean, look at her man you guys are lucky man yeah, pretty pretty little lady very, lucky, very lucky yeah she was matching me too all right, TJ. Thanks so much Yo, for thanks, stopping guys. by. Hey, yeah, yeah. This is my. By the way, this is my favorite like station, magazine, uh, news media, Vela News, because these guys actually like speak the truth and don't like lay down and just like like obey everyone else. They're just like real rad. They take my words and make it 
real. You know, they don't bust my balls about it, man. They just like they roll with it, man. I love it. I love I, you guys. I think that gets another air horn. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, DJ. <laughs> Thanks, DJ. I'll be back with braces for you guys. By the way, Fred is right now wearing a sweet denim shirt, so I think I'm like responsible for that. Yeah. So yeah, I'm the inspiration. Nice Let's get more you. denim in the peloton, guys. More <laughs> yeah, denim in the peloton. Go. We did a denim team. All right, that's TJ Eisenhart. He's a hero of the sport right now. I mean, he's definitely one to keep watching. All right, TJ. Okay. I think I just learned that TJ's quite the gentleman as well. Quite the gentleman. Yeah, he is. Yes. Uh, our second victim on the Velo News podcast. It's Allison Tetrick. Applause <laughs> track. Our, our lap track didn't, oh, and applause track didn't come through, Allison. Sorry, we're having to do that ourselves. Yeah, budget cuts. Yeah. Can't afford the budget applause <laughs> track. I was entertained, so I think that's all that matters. That's, that's, that's why we're here. So, Allison, we really appreciate you stopping by. You had a heck of a year. You are, like, now the queen of the gravel scene. Can we officially bestow that title upon you? I will happily take any royalty titles that anyone bestows on me. And, yes, it has been a really fun year, mixing a little world tour racing with some gravel adventures. So it's been just a blast. Winner of winner of Dirty Kansas 200, by the way, just to Ouch. clarify, which is yeah. actually 206 miles. I'll also clarify Ooh, that. Did you know rude. that going into it, or no? Was it a you surprise? think it's 200, and those what? extra six are just a little longer than you think. Six <laughs> miles are never longer than at that point. Of the it hurts oh, just to God. say that. That's Ouch. Yeah. 206 miles. Uh, first question for you: How would you describe the, the the big differences between these two scenes? Gravel racing scene, world tour, road racing scene. I think uh, world world tour road racing is you know obviously very intense. I get to race all over the world, you know from Qatar to Flanders, Argentina, super fun. But the gravel the gravel scene's a whole beast of its own, and you know we're kind of mass starts. It's men and women all starting. Everyone of all skills, abilities, start this big adventure. And you know if you have a bad day, I think you just put a little bourbon in your back just in case, and you're <laughs> you're ready to just kind of enjoy. I like enjoy. this, I like this strategy. That's a secret weapon. Wow. Nice. You should have seen my feeds at uh, Kansas. I had I had bourbon. I had some Mike's Hard Lemonade. I had some donut holes. Ooh, you know, <laughs> you just never wow. know. You never know what you might need. Out are we, the, are the we field. breaking news here? We're breaking. I news. think we're breaking That's news. Breaking, yeah. Wow, that is wow. exclusive. Exclusive. Melody's podcast exclusive. Uh, booze in the feed zone. I yeah. like it. Or we could start seeing maybe a new booth here at Interbike. Uh, yeah. Alcoholic. Uh, Alcoholic uh, endurance drinks. Uh, I like Mixed it. with it's donut fresh. holes and those Frosted Circus uh, animal cookies. Yeah. Oh. Just the right mix of fat and carbs. So <laughs> the thing about ultra endurance races, based on my own limited experiences, is that the hardest, one of the hardest parts is like keeping your attitude positive and sort of keeping the motivation high as you go through this long journey of ups and downs. I'm curious if you have any stories from... Dirty Kansas that you'd like to share of both the ups and the downs. Yeah, so you will always be by yourself, and being by yourself is wonderful and also very frightening because we never want to be by ourselves for that long. I ended up being by myself for 80 miles at Dirty Kansas, and I saw things, I hallucinated, I was talking to myself saying, we've got this, and I'm like, who the hell is we? Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. it's just <laughs> me. <laughs> Who's we? And I, I was full-on talking to myself, was thinking I was seeing riders coming. I went to a very special dark place in a very beautiful place. I I went through a lot of different waves of emotions while you're out there, but I think everyone is doing that at the same time. So you're with this huge group of people and also you're by yourself. And so it's an amazing kind of exploratory area where you get in some uncharted territory. And I mean, I'm sure TJ would probably have something much more eloquent to say about this uncharted <laughs> territory. Eloquent's one way to put it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, <laughs> it is a very unique battle and it's just kind of the adventure and so you just finish the thing and yeah I, I want to win but I mean just finishing the thing I think is an accomplishment yeah no kidding distance like that absolutely 
Um, Allison, another question I have for you, and I don't want to take up all of her time with these questions, but you know, when we did our issue about, we did an issue on dirt racing and gravel racing, and we heard from a lot of people in the scene, scene that said, you know, it's not really a race. It's kind of unfair to call this a race. It's more of like a personal journey or a personal challenge. I'm curious, where, where do you come down on that? Are these, all, is Dirty Kansas a race? I think it depends who you are, but um, I didn't go to Burning Man, you know. I, I went to Dirty Cans at a race. Uh, I wouldn't ride that hard uh, on my own. So <laughs> if I was just trying to finish it and making it a journey, I don't think I would have gone that fast. But I think it's okay if you go to these events just to finish them because that's awesome, too. We're all out there riding bikes together. And at the end of the day, we stayed up till 2 in the morning cheering on everybody coming in. The bourbon was out by then, for sure. Um, there you go. There you go. There's a big bourbon thing, I think, in gravel racing. It kind of it kind of sounds a little like um, in an Ironman to a certain extent. It much more inclusive that way. So I think that there's something for everybody. Versus if you're getting dropped in a criterium, come on, like you don't want to finish the criterium. But this is something about. You want to drink bourbon for a different reason after yes. getting dropped in the local. Well, what if crit? you need those upgrade <laughs> points? Ooh, ask a cat three. Oh, what do you do if you're dropped yeah. in a crit? Yeah. Drink a lot of bourbon. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, drink bourbon. Uh, no, no, no. The coach wouldn't want you doing that. Yeah. yeah you can't train, do that. Train hard next time yeah exactly so I, I think we can all be about the journey you know and, and talk about it. and I I, w I was talking to Spencer earlier about this today but you know it's going to something like the dirty cans is like going to summer camp you know you go you you drink the kool-aid and you come back and you're just all you do is talk about summer camp and how amazing it was <laughs> um, well time. before we get to the quiz any, the quiz any, any final questions for uh, Allison up here about her dirty Kansas experience or her various road racing experiences. Now, you raced on Astana, right? I was on Astana. We medaled the world championships yeah, that year. Yeah, that was huge. Yeah, it was great. Did um, you? How's your Kazakh? Uh, I, I didn't become a citizen, I'll tell you that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I had some offers, though. There were some proposals on the table. Oh, my. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, gee, golly. Breaking news again. Breaking wow. yeah, news. Do we have to get you on the podcast more often to yeah. just break news about... I'm full about... of good stories, guys. Yeah. You should just, just ask away. Yeah, just ask clearly. away. Right Bourbon in the water bottle. <laughs> Very good. Very good. Um, okay, well, let's get on to our quiz for you, because like all amazing guests on the Velonews podcast, we're going to ask you some trivia questions. But I believe... Kaylee, what's the theme of this trivia game? Allison. Ooh, Allison-themed trivia. That is, it is Allison-themed trivia. I have, I have my own game. I think TJ's going to be more <laughs> jealous about this. I yeah. mean, I get my own right. game. Yeah, it's all about you. We're well, gonna, it, this is, you we only have three questions here. Oh, no. you got to okay. get two right to win Whew. your Velenu socks. Yeah. Number one, which of the following is a real line from the Urban Dictionary definition of Allison? <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. A, Allisons are gods who don't realize how precious they are. B, Allisons are like robots with robot strength. C, Allison is a name associated with power and awesomeness. That's like the most PG-rated Urban Dictionary thing I think I've uh, ever heard. I, I think that could have been a lot. Purpose. Yeah, oh. definitely. <laughs> <laughs> there were some other parts of that edited. definition. I was curious where we were going with that. Yeah. Um, it's a family show. It's a family show. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go with uh, option A, you know. I. You are correct. Wow. Perfect. I mean, I, I do Allison's have that sense of entitlement. are gods who don't realize how precious they are. All right. I mean, I think I do realize how precious I am, but that's besides the point. <laughs> we are in the presence of a deity, a cycling deity. I don't know if you guys have seen my belt buckle collection, but it's getting that big. <laughs> okay. Question two. This one's about Allison Dunlap. At her first ever collegiate national championships, Olympic medalist and world champion Allison Dunlap almost committed what garment faux pas? put her bib straps over her jersey, wore arm warmers with a sleeveless jersey, or left her undies on underneath her bike shorts. I'm a huge Allison Dunlap fan. We actually have the same coach. 
I'm going to go at C. She had her underwear on. Correct again. Wow. Wow. Whoa. I guess our way better prepared for this than we realized it'd be. Allison studied up on Allison trivia. That, and I I will say that having introduced a number of my friends to cycling, I've seen the underpants on underneath the bike shorts more than a a few times. Relatively common. There's no user manual. Yeah, the news listeners, don't wear your underwear with your bibs. We should do some service content. We should do some service content on how you should not wear bib shorts. And and not wear underpants. Yes. Wait, what? (laughs) Well, wear underwear in other circumstances, but maybe not with your bib shorts. Mm. You know, I'd say underwear If you don't wear them ever, then you won't have this problem. It's true. (laughs) That's true. It's true. It's true. Okay. All right. Final question is about Allison Brie. Do you know who that is? She's an actress. I'll show you a picture. Does she have one L? One L. Oh. From Community. She's from Community and Mad Men. Yeah. Oh, Mad Men. Okay. Yep. I watched that. Her first acting job was on what fantastic Disney Channel show? Hannah Montana, Girl Meets World, or even Stevens? Girl Meets World. Incorrect. Ah. That's Hannah Montana. Still got, right. Still, right. still got two right. Still got two right. I got two right. Yeah. Still got two right. You get Carl Castle's, I mean, uh, the socks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You get your I socks. I thought we were getting underwear. For sure. <laughs> oh, oh. Well, maybe that's the Vel News podcast after dark. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we're in Vegas, we're in Vegas. for a while. It's going to uh, yeah. get a little crazy out there. So uh, here's a question for you. What's the... What's the wackiest invention you've seen out there on the interbike show floor? We, t- we talked about, like, I saw a bike light that turned into um, Super Mario when you spun the wheel. That was pretty weird. What's the craziest thing you've seen out there today? I actually um, haven't seen anything that crazy yet. Yeah. Um, my personal favorite is Speedplay made me some, you know, uh, bubblegum pink custom uh, Dirty Kansas Queen pedals. Wow. And uh, fancy. Lasagna gave me a gold bell, and they called it the... Uh, Ding with the bling or the bling with the ding. I can't remember now which one, but I thought that was funny. But those aren't that, you know, that exciting. But, you know, I'm, I'm always for customization. Anything go. like gold and sparkly or apparently pink. I don't know. Thanks. <laughs> so are we going to see you at uh, Dirty Kansas next year? I think I got to go back. I mean, yeah. I got to go back, but now I'm a little nervous. You know, that was a, that was a, that was a hard day on the bike for sure. Yeah. Now, now you know, know what to expect. Coming. At least yeah. now you know it's 206 miles. It's 206. Well, that, that. that rendition yeah. of it, you just never know. Oh, they change they it. They change it. Oh, they change it. Tricky. And I had never ridden over 125 miles before that. It's a, it's a whole, yeah. whole new new scope. So <laughs> more visions for Allison this coming yeah. year. Yeah. Uh, well, Allison, thank you so much for coming on Thanks our podcast. Thanks for having me, guys. This was great. Open door whenever you want to come on. I the got podcast. better stories for you guys, so you guys gotta, oh. we gotta <laughs> to be continued. Yeah, let's, to be let's continued. do another yeah. podcast. Sounds it's good. always Sounds a treat good. to work with you guys. All thank right. you to Bella News. Bum, bum, bum. We are back with the Velo News Podcast with our third victim of the day, Oogie Boogie Boogie. Just kidding. It's our third guest of the day, none other than multiple-time World Cup winner, Katarina Nash, hot off of her big win in Iowa. Yay. Thanks for having me. Yay. Uh, Katarina, before we get to our trivia questions for you, let's talk about this Iowa win. I mean... You're coming into the season. I'm sure you have some big goals for the World Cup season. Uh, What does it mean to you to get the first big win out of the way, like first race of the season? What does that do to you from a pressure perspective? Well, it's a little nerve-wracking because it was my first cross race for the season, so I didn't really know what I was getting myself into. But I've done a lot of uh, distance stage racing this summer, which is... You know, totally opposite at 45 minutes of going hard. <laughs> but um, I've raced Jingle Cross so many times that I just show up there and it doesn't feel like World Cup. You know, it's so familiar. It's 
so fun to go back to the same course and uh, I think that just helped me to relax and ride strong and uh, yeah I was I did I did pretty good <laughs> set the stage yeah, pretty for, good yeah. I say pretty good yeah. Yeah. you did okay better All than right. almost everyone else <laughs> <laughs> set the stage for us you know we've seen pictures of Jingle Cross as a normal UCI race but what was it like as a World Cup from uh, like a crowd size and just general pandemonium perspective how would you describe it crowd was definitely biggest this year I can tell you that it was uh, a lot of people came out and you know they also added a dog race so I was warming up there's this awesome Wait, dog race <laughs> in dog one race. of the fields it was like these you know like whoever's got a dog had them on the leash and did a little running course in the field and I was so like, you ran with it you didn't ride a bike with it no they okay. ran with it I wish I could compete did you bring in that your dogs? one no you I, I did not right? but I was like I was ready to go find a dog and participate in that they don't like leashes though oh they don't yeah that's true yeah yeah I mean did you contemplate skipping the world cup to go play with all the cute doggies because we know you're a dog person no, I didn't contemplate that, but I almost didn't make a corner because I was staring at the contents of the dog. <laughs> oh, man. Breaking news. Katarina loves the doggies. That's amazing. Oh, my gosh. So then what's up next for you? Are you going to do the full World Cup schedule? What's, what's the cross racing looking like for you? Yeah, I'm doing quite a bit this year. I don't think I've ever raced as many World Cups as I'm planning on right now. So uh, next one this weekend, and then I'll be in Europe again in... Um, November, December, and January. So I think I'm skipping just one. Well, wow, that's full a schedule. Full schedule. And that's yeah. a long schedule because, as Fellow News podcast listeners may remember, we had Katarina on the show earlier this year. That's right. Back when she was a road racer. Yep. Briefly. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> so you're like, you're racing road bikes, mountain bike stage races, cross races. I just don't like to train anymore. So that's yeah. one way to keep going. <laughs> yeah, are, th- are there any bike races you won't do? What's like the bike race that Katarina is just like, nah, I'm not going to do that one? I won't ever do Leadville again. I know that. Ooh, shots fired. <laughs> Hot take. Or anything longer than that for the matter. That's right, yeah. No Dirty Kansas? No. No Dirty Kansas, oh, no. Yeah, no Dirty Kansas. But what about like a Kieran race? Are we going to see you drop into a uh, velodrome, like a track race anytime soon? No, I haven't haven't done the track yet, and yeah. I don't think I will. Yeah. <laughs> still time, you can still pick it up. Yeah, yeah. I'm kind of like into the outdoor stuff, so I don't even go to gym or any indoor exercise. So you know, maybe the track fits that category for me. Um, let's let's touch on that road racing stint you had because we were really impressed with Katarina's um, results and time racing the Tour of California. Um, what what grand lesson of road racing did you come away from that experience with participating in a women's world cup what were the like conclusions you came from came away from about women's road racing well first of all it was really fun to ride kind of my local roads without traffic you know since then i'm kind of like what the hell tourists get out of my way (laughs) this is my road mine and 80 of my friends (laughs) so that was a unique experience for sure and uh you know i i read about road racing i've never really watched it very closely or in person and so it was it was really neat to jump in with the girls that i read about that i you know follow and uh and just kind of be next to them and just ride bikes so i didn't you know i didn't get any big I don't know, like, thing out of it, rather than fitness, for sure. But it was just like, you know, it's it's same everywhere. It's just all about pedaling bikes and hopefully having some good time and a lot of suffering. <laughs> and, uh, and uh, yeah, I really enjoyed the moment. Nobody was, like, throwing elbows into you or anything like that? Uh, I got yelled at a couple times. Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> that happens. That, that does happen. Do you think I they hate... knew who you were? 
I don't think so. I mean, few people, few people did. They kept coming up to me and be like, "What are you doing here? You just came to spectate." I'm like, "Not necessarily. <laughs> I'm gonna ride." And so it was interesting. It was a lot of people that sort of came from the cyclocross background, meaning the staff, and a lot of those guys were really surprised <laughs> I was there. I love that you got yelled at. I mean, we've all been in um, instances in road races where, like, some, you know, expert mountain biker shows up with, like, a ton of fitness, but they maybe don't have the, like, road racing skills. That was me for many years. Drafting on the wrong side (laughs) of the road. That was definitely me for many years. Yeah? What was the worst thing that was ever yelled at you, Spencer? Uh, I don't know. It's probably, probably shouldn't say. It's a family-friendly show. Oh, that's true. (laughs) Put on your road pedals. What was the best thing? The best thing? I don't know. I don't remember. I don't well, remember. I just always remember in the Boulder scene, you know, you'd think you're real strong as like some Cat 3 racer and then some like junior expert mountain biker with a ton of fitness would just show up and like ride off the front. Lap everybody. And lap times. everyone. And you're like, oh, yeah, mountain biker. Mm. So we, strong. We like to pretend like we're kind of, you know, whatever, a bunch of dirt bags, but we train hard and we're pretty fit. That's true. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I follow your social media feeds. Actually, I don't really talk much about my training, but I think it's like when you get home from training, you're like, that's the last thing I want to talk yeah, about. Good. We are a training free podcast uh, for people who want to listen about training. I just training. drink wine. We have another one. We have, we have another podcast yeah, for that. This one is the anti training podcast. <laughs> so, Katarina. We're going to get on to the trivia questions because we have some Team Cliff Bar slash Luna themed trivia questions to ask you to test your depth of knowledge of your own team. Because you've been on this team for what? How long? Uh, Since day one. Since day one. (laughs) OG, original member right here. In fact, we went, so we went and looked back through past issues of Velo News to compile some of these trivia questions, including like an interview with you from 2002. I believe you were like, I'm either going to keep being a pro bike racer or go get a marketing degree and work in marketing. <laughs> I think you chose wisely. Uh, so far, I still think about the marketing, but you know, it's just I mean, been, it counts it's as been on, on hold. Being a pro cyclist kind of counts similar. as marketing. Yeah, yeah, I mean, you're technically marketing. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, uh, active marketing. Active, yeah. yeah. I, okay. As long as I don't have to market myself, it's all good. <laughs> oh, that's what Cliff Bar's there for. Okay, here's question number one. During the Louisville, Kentucky round of the 2012 U.S. Grand Prix of Cyclocross. Louisville. Louisville. Georgia Gould raced a lap of the course. With while, a chicken. With a wow. chicken. Wow. She didn't, even, she didn't even need to hear the Jeez, other ones. we got to come up with some harder questions. Rubber chicken. That was the rubber chicken we race. I have a great memory for useless information. So. Okay. Do you have any other memories? You give me a phone number and I'd be like, what? I don't know. What are some other good Georgia Gould memories? Uh, let's go back to the family-friendly podcast. Yeah, okay. All right, <laughs> all right. All right, all right, all right, all right. There are many good ones. Yeah. Uh, the night before she won the 2001 Mountain Bike World Championships, Allison Dunlap slept with a rainbow jersey and world championship medal loaned to her by this person. Was it A, Allison Sider, B, Lance Armstrong, C, Mari Holden, or D, Ruthie Mathis? I guess Mari Holden. Ding, 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 ding. It was Mari Holden. Oh, my gosh. We have other members of the team showing up, too. Oh, man. Uh, they were going to surprise you. We have other Cliff Bar members of the team. Oh, my gosh. Um, okay. I have another question for you. Um, so, Katarina, you've raced in many, many different Olympic Games. How many? Five. I think it's more than that. I think it's more than that. Uh, 11 Olympic Games. And you actually... <laughs> Was it 11, 11 Olympic what? Games? How many Olympic Games? No, she started 11 races. Oh, she started 11 Olympics, races, right? That sounds about right, because yeah. with skiing, you get to compete right. multiple times. Okay. So. 
11 races. My bad. Womp, womp, womp. Fact check. I'm Fred. pretty old, but not that old. <laughs> <laughs> 44 years worth of Olympics. Yeah, yeah. Sounds about right. Yeah, Berlin well, in 37. <laughs> but if you mix it the summer winter, you can go every couple of years. You yeah, know? So there was true. a good stretch of 10 years that I could have gone. That just wasn't good enough to go. <laughs> uh, so you participated in the original Olympic mountain bike race, right? First of all, let, let's get a, a memory from that. What do you remember from that day? Atlanta, 1996. Um, it was very hot. Um, and I started very slowly, which is unlike me. I typically go out hard and then fade in the mountain bike races. But I started slowly and I was the one with the motorcycle behind, you know, where you're like, okay, dude, like, just just back off a little, just a little. Oh, like the sweep, like the sweep car? Yeah. yeah oh, wow. Yeah. But um, I moved up a little bit and had a good race. And yeah, it was a, it was a fascinating, it was my first time in the United States. I remember standing over the freeway in Atlanta going like, what? I'm a, I can't even count how many lanes there are on the freeway, you know, so everything was big. <laughs> Atlanta has a lot of those. So does Vegas, though. Ugh. So this little little tidbit here, though. So you finished 19th place. Who finished ahead of you? Who finished directly ahead of you? <laughs> That's so easy. All right. Who was it? Uh, <laughs> Katarina Neumannova. Right. It was your teammate. Another Katarina from the Czech Republic who was also another multidisciplined athlete. We've always wondered about that, like what's going on with uh, Czech athletes named Katarina who race on the skis <laughs> and the mountain bikes. There are just two of us, and we did, we did train together at, uh-huh. at that time. And uh, it was just for skiers, you know, cross-country skiing. It's, it's a summer training, and um, so we kind of got into it around the same time. And we happened to be the two best to be selected for Czech Republic at the time to compete at the Olympics. And she sort of went... Sh- full-time back into the skiing uh-huh. and did amazing job earning a bunch of Olympic medal skiing and uh, I I went to college pretty shortly after that <laughs> and then eventually made it back to skiing with the uh, Luna Pro Team in 2002. Yeah, and now you're sitting at a table with us. Yeah. So <laughs> wow. I'm honored. Yeah. Sorry, oh, kind of sorry low, low ab at this point. Yeah. <laughs> Bummer. I think things will look up for you soon yeah. though. So you're racing um, the big Cross Vegas race tonight. Um, tell us about that race. What are your goals for the race tonight? Uh, my goal is always to high five Elvis. Yep, yep, yeah. yep. And have a drink at the end of the night. Okay, and good goals. <laughs> Squad goals. Um, no, it's the last Cross Vegas, and I, you know, I've competed here many, many times, and uh, I just I just want to do well again. I've had some good rides here, and it's a good course. and uh, So, yeah, I'm excited. Awesome. Well, we'll be out there cheering for you. Hey, let's bring up uh, your teammates. Um, I'm going to scooch out of this chair. We'll okay. trade chairs, and then we'll have them come up next to you. All right. All right. Thanks so much, Katarina. All right. All right. We are back with the podcast with our final victims for the afternoon. We have the other members of the Cliff Bar team, Catherine Pendrell. I would I would read your results, but I'd be here off like all afternoon. We'd multiple time world champion, Olympic medalist, all around wonderful person, Catherine Pendrell. Thank you. And we have the newest member of the team, Hannah Finchamp. 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 Yeah. Hannah Finchamp. Hannah, I don't think I don't know that much about you. Uh, please, please tell me. Please tell us, the listeners, about yourself. Like you're 
entry point into bikes and what you've been racing? Um, I started with, this is my fifth season actually, um, with the Cliff Pro Team, but I have just emerged on the mountain bike scene in the last two years or so, because I actually started with Cliff when they still had an Xterra triathlon program. So that is how I got recruited onto the team. Triathlon. <laughs> wow. <Wah, wah. laughs> Have you been have you been swimming in the Vegas pools every morning? Like you see a few people out doing that before the show starts. Thankfully not. Uh, Cliff Bar has made me an all-around better person by making me a mountain biker now. Actually, one year at Vegas, I remember it was when Shawnee was uh, transitioning from mountain bike to Xterra, and I remember being in a pool, just hanging out, nursing a hangover, and Shawnee is like in the pool next to me, just like crushing these laps. Like, hey, Fred! I'm like, oh my gosh, it's Shawnee. She's fast. Uh, well, welcome. Welcome to the bike scene. Um, so, Catherine, you know, in looking and doing some of the research for these questions that I was asking, I came across lots of media from the lead up to the 2016 Olympics, including um, the uh, flag gate, the flag carrying gate, which was <laughs> that it sounds like the, like the people of Canada really wanted you to be the flag bearer for the country's Olympians walking out. They gave it to Simon Whitfield, very accomplished triathlete. Um, I, he's won, he won a gold or silver? He won a gold in triathlon, yeah. Let's talk about this. Flaggate. <laughs> what was going on with you when the, you, you, you realized that the people of Canada had gone to the CBC and were demanding Pendrel? <laughs> we want more Pendrel in our lives. Yeah, I'm sure uh, CBC regrets opening it up to a uh, public opinion poll for that. And uh, I think I come from a very small province in Canada, New Brunswick. And I think the entire province rallied behind getting their probably the only New Brunswick athlete to be carrying that flag. So, uh, yeah, it was pretty cool to see that kind of support. But, uh, you know, I, I think they did a good job of choosing Simon to, to host the flag. But it wasn't like you had like like a like a Facebook campaign or like an aggressive like an aggressive <laughs> parent who was like, vote I for may, my daughter or I will murder you. I may have had a father-in-law. <laughs> I may have had a father-in-law that voted multiple times that he later confessed. <laughs> breaking news. Breaking news. More breaking news. Stuff in the ballot box. Um, that was a fun story. The other, the other fun story I came across was your actual bronze medal race was one of those races that sounds like it just starts off kind of like a nightmare. Yeah. <laughs> uh, take us through the bronze medal ride. Sure, yeah. So about two minutes into my third Olympic race, I was on the ground and the last person, I think, heading up the hill, I, I just crossed wheels with actually my current teammate, Leah Davidson, um, at the start line. It's just what happens when you're uh, excited and aggressive at the Olympics and you, uh, you know, you're just cross wheels. I went down on the ground. Got back up and, uh, you know, I'm not a stranger to having to work my way up from the back at a start and I just set to doing that but then my gear stopped working and I'd probably in the crash, uh, a rocket somehow gotten into my shifting so I had one gear for half of a lap which was really fun on a long climb. Got to the tech zone and uh, it got fixed pretty quickly but uh, at the beginning of the first lap I was already a minute 15 back. And uh, typically you wouldn't want a mountain bike course that doesn't have many trees but on that day it was amazing because I could get out there and I could see the lead of the race still and it seemed catchable so I just set to catching that and uh, I think two laps to go is when I caught up to Katarina and Emily and so I was with two teammates, one from Canada, one from Cliff so even if I killed myself trying to get to the front maybe I'd take one of them there with me but uh, you know I just had amazing legs on the day and uh, I got away on the last lap, one more descent to go, my coach is like just keep it smooth to the finish 
give a thumbs up to my uh, the tech team in the feed zone when I go by. Then there's just one little jump before the finish, which uh, I'm going into and I'm like, I've never entered this jump in this way before. Okay. And then I'm sailing through the air on my way to hit the ground <laughs> right before this flat rock garden. So I get back on my bike. I knew I had had 25 seconds. I had no idea what I had then. Wait, you crashed? I crashed oh. in the final two minutes. Did you pull like the Lindsay Jacob Ellis, like go off the jump and auger before the finish? <laughs> I didn't even know about that. It was, it was extremely auger crash. So I haven't replayed that for anyone because it looks horrible. But yeah, so I ended up on the ground. Then I had to get back up, get some momentum through a flat rock garden into the stadium. I look back and Emily is chasing me down and uh, my legs have never seized up quite like they did then and it was just pure will to get to that finish line but uh i did <laughs> wow i just you know do you have any um any lessons of wisdom for the velo news podcast listeners about how to keep your cool when the <laughs> shit is hitting the fan because that is definitely a shit is hitting the yeah. fan moment yeah it was yeah there were several of those so how did you keep your cool like what are you um, what's are you a zen master like in, what's your what's your I advice mean, in the beginning of the race those things going wrong it was just you definitely go through, I can't believe this is happening. But then at the same time, I just, after London having a disappointing race there, I just wanted to have a race that I felt good about when I crossed the finish line. So all, all you can do is do the best that you can with the 40 minutes that you have left. Or, or no, I guess I would have had 60 minutes, whatever. But just do your best. And so it was pretty easy to focus there because I had people to pick off and, and just trying to get as far forward as I could. Um, the the crash of the finish line that was a little bit of you idiot you just <laughs> threw away an Olympic medal um, and I definitely I felt complete panic and I don't know if I kept cool but I think in that moment you need to run off of pure adrenaline to to get every last ounce out of you until um, you get to the finish line wow I feel inspired to go out and like uh, have some crazy, some crazy crap happen to me. Yeah. And keep you, my cool. Don't yeah. lose focus in the last five minutes of a race, though. That is very key. I, you need to, you need to get with one of our earlier guests, TJ Eisner. He had a really awesome crash at Dirt Demo yesterday. He was oh, all bandaged up wow. like a mummy. So yeah. you guys could relate about crashing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And he's real. He's real zen about it too. He's uh-huh. just like, ah yeah, man, just sending it, bro. Yeah. Um, okay, let's let's he's get to some of right? He's a road racer. Yeah. I feel like yeah, he has dirt some though, nice. inner. What is he biker. doing at the dirt demo? Injuring himself. Crashing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like road Taking racers risks. do. Taking huge risks. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I mean, you're a multidisciplined athlete. I mean, uh, do you have any uh, advice, Katarina, for um, road racers who are trying to get gnarly on mountain bikes? <laughs> No breaks. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Okay, let's open it up to these trivia questions. The first question's for Hannah. I know, newcomer to the team. And this question concerns the athlete sitting right next to you, Catherine Pendrell. So, this world champion emailed Catherine Pendrell the day before the 2014 World Championships to tell her... 2011. Oh, was it 2011? All right. She's won so many Get world titles. She's won so many world titles. Who can keep track? 2011 World Championships. To tell her to race the final lap like it's a time trial. Is it A, Allison Sider, B, Roland Green, C, Allison Dunlap, D, Ruthie Mathis? Well, let's see. In 2011, I was... 15 years old oh, and not us yet a mountain biker. Old. Oh, jeez. But if I had to make a guess, I would say Allison Dunlap since she was previously on the team. Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> it was Dunlap. Wow. Wow. And Pendrel, how did that uh, advice turn out for you? 
it turned out pretty well because I had to time trial on that last lap. Uh, I had gotten away from Maya Warszawska and she was reeling me back in and I had to lay it all out there. And uh, the cool thing about World Championships is all the junior and under 23 races are before the elite. So I had all of Team Canada out there on the on the final climb and said, Go Kiko, which is my nickname. And uh, it was everything I needed to get to the line. Awesome. Uh I asked this one to Katerina before you all showed up. It was kind of an easy one, but I'm going to ask it to you, Catherine, to see, because I don't know if you were actually there. During the Louisville, Kentucky round of the 2012 U.S. Grand Prix of Cyclocross, Georgia Gould raced a lap of the course while holding this strange item. A rubber chicken. Rubber chicken! <laughs> and at some point she picked up another rubber chicken? I, th I saw a picture of her holding two rubber chickens while racing the course. Now, team manager... It's crossed. Nobody remember who's won, who won the race, probably. <laughs> it's, it's crossed, though. It's like, you know, you need a pit bike. It's your pit chicken. Pit chicken. <laughs> your pit chicken. Now, uh, team manager Valdek Stepniowski, who's behind me right now, I mean, does he, like, does he promote that in your training? Like, race with uh, rubber animals? Is that, like, a standard thing? Or was that sort of an ad hoc Georgia type thing? I rode it with a beer mug last year for Halloween cross race. Oh, man. <laughs> we're encouraged to be But it was in diverse. glass. <laughs> Safety first. Okay. Um, we're getting down to the wire with these. So, uh, Hannah, another question for you. Which of these riders was not a Cliff slash Luna original rider? Not a member, not a member of the original team. Uh, a, Kelly Emmett. Oh, wait, no. Not original, just in general. Which of these riders has not been on the team? The original one, that's a different question. So which of these riders was never a Luna team? Slash Cliff. Kelly Emmett? B, Amy Dombrowski? C, Maureen Bruno Roy? Or D, Shawnee Van Landingham? <laughs> um, Quizzing the new kid. No, the new kid. Um, well, I know it wasn't Shawnee, and I know it wasn't Kelly Emmett. Okay, cross that off the list. Oh, those two. So we have Amy well, Dombrowski and Maureen Bruno Roy. Is it Maureen? It is Maureen Bruno Roy. Yay, yay. yay. God, you're all too smart. She is smart. <laughs> she's very smart. Kenner just like, I don't even remember. <laughs> I remember these, but she's like, smart, smart. You know? <laughs> she goes to college, she does homework and stuff. Where do you go to school? What's, uh, what's the major? Uh, I'm a double major in athletic training and exercise science. Double major? What school? Lindenwood University in St. Charles, Missouri. I told you guys. <laughs> We're impressed. She's, she's a lot smarter than we are. Yep. Um, well, Team Cliff Luna, it it is so great to have you guys here. Really appreciate you guys, you all making the time. Um, it seems like just the other day that I was hanging out at mountain bike races with you all and weird. Need to come back more. I know weird places like Hoofalies and uh, Brian Head, Utah. I'm trying to remember some of the uh, the all star, some of the classics. Um, Catherine, what's your goals for tonight at the Cross Vegas race? I want to stay with Katarina as long as possible <laughs> and not fall on any barriers. Okay. Good goals. Good goals. How about you, Hannah? Any goal? Are you racing tonight? I am racing tonight, yeah. What are your goals? Um, to make a good showing in my first senior race, because it's my first year, not U23. Wow. Man, they grow up so fast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the 2011 comment was really... It's like, 2011, yeah, I remember I was in uh, junior high school then. <laughs> I was like, oh, man. <laughs> Um, anyway, we will let you get back to your days here at Interbike. But again, we really appreciate it, and it's great to see you all. Thanks, guys. Thank Thanks. you. Thank you. Yay!
guys, that was a lot of fun. That was uh, that was a tremendous uh, number of guests we brought onto the show. It was. Let's Impressive. do it again tomorrow. Yeah, we shall. Uh, Velo News podcast listeners should take note that just now, Mr. T.J. Eisenhart cruised by and delivered three amazing uh, turquoise bracelets for us. Wearing so, mine already. Yeah, so we can rock the same turquoise that TJ yeah. does. TJ style. TJ style. Um, speaking of which, um, when you, you know we put that game together, what it was TJ, Taylor, or uh, Days and Confused. Yep. Outro question. What's your favorite Days and Confused quote? <laughs> you got any weed, man? <laughs> Be a lot cooler if you did, man. Uh, that's a good one. Um, don't do drugs, kids. Don't do drugs. Stay in school. <laughs> don't do drugs. Um, I'd have to say... I'm going with say, man, you got a joint. Very much in the same lines as uh, Yeah, Spencer. is that the same one? Was yeah. that, did I quote it wrong? It probably, probably. was joint, yeah. It's a, My bad. Say, man. My bad. You got a joint? You got a joint, man? You'd be a lot cooler if you did. I keep getting older. They stay the same age, well, man. So I was going to say that one, but I was like, is that too, is that, uh, too inappropriate? Might be inappropriate. Yeah, podcast. Since we, a yeah. family, yeah. family okay. podcast. Yeah. Hey, we didn't say it. We're just, this is a movie. That's true. Uh, all right, all right, all right. Well, we would love your feedback on what we talked about today. You can email us at webletters at competitorgroup.com. We'll also post links to the stories we talked about today on velonews.com. Subscribe to the Velonews podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, or Google Play. And while you're there, please leave us a comment and a rating, especially for this show. Become a fan of Velonews on Facebook at facebook.com slash magazine and follow us on Twitter at twitter.com slash velonews. The Velonews podcast is produced by Velonews, which is owned by the Competitor Group. The thoughts and opinions expressed on the Velonews podcast, even those ones from the uh, Team Cliff Bar team, are those of the individual. And as always, we leave you with the Brooklyn Boogaloo blowout playing the Bernard Purdy Classic Soul Drums. Fred, I changed my mind. My new quote. Okay. I only came here to do two things. Kick some ass, drink some beer. Yeah, that's good. We're almost out of beer. Oh, that's a classic. <laughs> classic. <laughs> Bye. Bye.